Before you dive into this exciting episode, I'd like to let you know about the Squash Playbook, your tactical blueprint for success. The playbook is written based on the most common solutions I have given to the people I coach over the last 20 years. It is the ultimate how-to guide for any squash fan, and you can grab a free copy right away by visiting squashplaybook.com or clicking on the link in the show notes. Are you freaked out by that hard-hitting hacker? Frustrated with running out of ideas against the relentless retriever? Want to close out matches more clinically when in the lead? Or do you need some mental tools to overcome bad calls by referees? These answers plus many more have been brought together all in one place for the squash community. The Squash Playbook is a practical toolkit that breaks down over 40 scenarios that are most commonly faced on the court. Each scenario provides the psychology and the strategy needed to get a positive result. Each chapter wraps up with the top six key points to keep things simple and practical. The aim of the book is to transform reactive players into proactive tacticians. I focus on breaking down complex situations into straightforward, effective strategies for those high pressure moments in a match. So why not grab your copy now and step onto the court next time with a clear head and a set of strategies to win those matches you know you're capable of. Please enjoy the show. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to your next installment of the Squash Mind podcast series. And on today's show, I've got young rising superstar, Rowan Al-Arabi. When I say rising superstar, she's pretty much, you know, there at the top end of the game at the moment. Just sitting outside the top 10 at the moment at the time we're recording this. But she had a ridiculously good junior career, reaching three finals of the World Junior Championships. So in 2016, at her first outing, she got to the final of this tournament, being seeded fifth. And then in 2017 and 2018, she went and won the event back-to-back, which is quite a feat, beating Hania Al-Himami in the final both times. So we take quite a deep dive in regard to these three tournaments and how this was for her. Going into her first one, where the pressure was relatively low and the enjoyment was massively high. Then into the second one, where things maybe changed a little bit, where there was a little bit more pressure and expectation. And then the third and final one she won, how she was playing right on the edge of the emotions and how things were really difficult because the expectation was huge. She was defending champion. She was expected to go and win. So I really enjoyed this chat with Rowan. And for someone so young, she's got such a mature look at her game. She's a deep thinker. She knows herself really, really well. 
and this this heightened awareness of where she is at the moment, what she's trying to do is only going to pay off in the long run, I believe. We talk about how she transitioned onto the Pro Tour and some of her role models as a junior and then having to compete against them on the way up. We also have a discussion on her relationship with her coach and her new mental trainer who she's only been working with for a very short space of time. We do discuss visualizations and overthinking and pressure and nerves, a lot of the key components around the mental side of the game, the mental toughness, the resilience. We also have a look at her preparation leading up to a tournament as well as what she does when she's at the tournament itself. And we also reflect a little bit on setbacks and how she deals with this, how she analyzes her game, how she needs to take a bit of time herself before she goes into a bit of a, a analytical approach about her game and where to improve. But this has been a real treat of a chat for me to be able to get someone so young and, and talk about their mind is, is just really cool, I think. And to be able to hopefully look back in five, 10 years time at this conversation to see what she's done in the game, to see if she's been able to get to world number one and reach a world championship position. And it does look like she's putting some amazing things in place to be able to do this. And as I said, what I got out of this conversation was her heightened awareness, her heightened maturity about where she's at. And she gives a really strong final closing message about everyone has their time and her time will come. And this should be really motivational for everyone listening who's training really hard, but not quite getting those results at the end of the day. So without further ado, please welcome Rowan Alarabi. Rowan Alarabi, welcome to the next episode of the Squash Mind podcast series. How are you? Good, thank you. And how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. I'm being, being really busy this side, which is good. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully going to be hitting some squash balls again soon. Um, and yeah, listen, we, we, we've been chatting for the last couple of weeks and stuff, and it's, it's been good to get to know you a little bit more. So thank you for spending some time with me today, uh, investigating the mind and really trying to understand what's going on there. So I think, um, I think a good place to start is, is talking maybe as your junior career, talking about the, the 27 World Championship, Junior World Championship final, where you beat yeah. Al-Hamami in the final. Um, I think I, I can imagine this was a very special event for you. Can you can you talk us through this event and, and how, how it went for you? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, um, I played three World Junior Champions Championships. And um, the, the most special for me was uh, the 2016 uh, World Champion. Because, you know, it, I... I um, I uh, went through the, my first final and uh, I played uh, Nurangohar in the final. Mm -hmm. So uh, this was the most special for me because uh, it was a very new experience for me. Uh, the first uh, World Junior Championship for me. So um, yeah, going uh, all the way through the final was very, very, uh, a very special moment for me. And yeah. then, yeah, and then when uh, I played uh, the 2000, 2017 uh, World Championship, um, yeah, this one was actually very special as well. Because, um, you know, uh, I had my father with, with me the, the whole tournament. Nice. Um, but this one was a bit different because uh, my, my coach was not with me and... Um, I trained really hard before this tournament. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but throughout the tournament, I was trying to enjoy my squash. I, I was trying to 
concentrating on playing the best, not thinking about winning or losing, just mm-hmm. giving it my all. Um, and yeah, uh, when I went to the final, uh, yeah, playing Hania is always was always tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because you know we we were competitors from day one. We we played since we were under eleven, I guess. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, this final was very very tough mentally. But um, as I told you, I was just trying to enjoy my squash. I was trying to, you know, appreciate the moment I am uh, going through. Uh, and yeah, I'm. I'm I was very proud of myself when it when it went my way. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and and then the next the next one the the 2018 uh, World Championship. This was a bit different mm-hmm. for me because you know uh, it was the first time for me to be a regaining champion. Right. Uh, so the pressure was all on me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't um, think in any other way. Uh, so I just played the whole tournament with uh, with the pressure, mm-hmm. and um, even in the finals, I uh, I actually was in the final two love up in ten six uh, wow. match ball, and then uh, the match turned all the way around. Uh, wow. uh, Hania uh, won this game actually, mm-hmm. and then uh, the fourth game was very close. And then when when I I won this uh, this game I was very relieved because you know when if in my mind if it went to uh, the fifth game I would have been very very pressured and I I wouldn't think about anything except the pressure. Mm. So yeah, I was very relieved when uh, I got the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like an amazing journey. Those three events, and and let's reflect on them a little bit. So obviously, the first one in twenty sixteen. It sounds like you went in with very little pressure and it was a massively enjoyable experience. Because, you know, it was a very new experience for me. Uh, and I was just trying to enjoy the the, the tournament. I was trying to enjoy the, the matches. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about winning or losing, just enjoying every single point, every single match. Nice. So that's why I, I loved the first tournament. What, what were you seeded in the first tournament? Uh, I guess fifth. Okay, right. So, so you were you were a contender, but there was an expectation to go past the quarterfinals, yeah. maybe, and you just went in really relaxed, really calm, and yeah. and and then then obviously there must be a, a bit of added pressure for the second one. So, 2017, when yeah. you won, it sounds like you yeah. enjoyed it. Can you talk about the pressure for the 2017 tournament then, and and what what was it going on in the mind there? Yeah, the pressure was because my coach uh, went to the military before my tournament by two weeks Mm -hmm. so I had to train for two weeks by myself oh wow yeah um, so here there was the pressure uh, Mm -hmm. not able not being able to call my coach and um, tell him what's going on not being able to uh, train with him Mm -hmm. talk with him so that's what was the pressure and even talking with him before the matches wasn't allowed wow because he hasn't he he doesn't have any phone so but i i was very lucky to have my father with with me throughout the whole tournament and he was you know he he was able to release the pressure 
Yeah, well, that that sounds like some crazy hard preparation. You know, two weeks before your major yeah. tournament, that your coach yeah. disappears, not not on his fault, but but because he had to go to the military. Yeah. And do do you think? Okay, it added pressure, but but did it also possibly help you in any way? You think did it help you maybe even later on in your career be able to deal with different situations? What do you think on that? Yeah, I was too young to uh, to think that uh, you know I. To try to deal with this situation, I uh, I just try to think positively uh, about him, making him proud, nice. and you know, and uh, making myself proud and making my father proud. So that that's what was the push for me. That that mm. that's what gave me, you know, the push. Amazing. So if we fast forward now to the 2018 event, it sounds like, you know, you've been on a journey, you know, had two finals, won one of the finals the year before entering this event as the current champion. It sounds like the, the, the pressure was huge now and, and maybe the emotions were a lot higher. And also maybe it sounds like you didn't enjoy it as much. Can, can you talk us through that, that final event? Yeah. Um, actually from the very first match in this tournament, uh, the pressure was very uh, high. Mm. I uh, I wasn't thinking about anything except winning, uh, and I guess that's what what puts more pressure on a player. Totally. You know, for you just think about winning, not enjoying the match, or not giving your best, just winning. Mm. Even if you're playing bad, it doesn't matter. And that's what happened to me in this champ in in this tournament. Mm. Um. So yeah, I um. I couldn't, you know, concentrate about anything except winning. So that's why the pressure was very, very high. Yeah. Um, even in, in some of the matches, uh, I, you know, I started the game really late. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I started reminding myself that I can do better. I can play better. Uh, so... Yeah, it wasn't the tournament I enjoyed, I see, but yeah. yeah, I was very, this tournament proved to me that uh, even when I'm pressured and even when I'm stressed, um, there are some ways to, you know, to win and to uh, <laughs> go through something like this. So that's yeah. why I was very proud of myself after this tournament. Yeah, amazing, and it does sound like like it could have it could have obviously gone pretty bad, but, yeah. but you, you're able to catch yourself in different moments. And yeah. what 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 type of help did you get during that tournament? Did you have a coach there? Did you have a father there? No, did you I had my father as well. Father as I, well, right? And yeah. were you communicating a lot with him? Yes. Um, yeah, we were talking the whole tournament. Uh, uh, the second I felt uh, unpressured, uh, I I. I talked to him about it and he, he did his best actually to, to try and uh, get me out of this pressure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even when I was, when I was, you know, um, try, trying to get back to the match in the final and uh, in the fourth game, I, um, every single point I, I, uh, I, I turn and look at him and he gives give me, you know, um, a push and he uh, uh, gives, gave me confidence actually so yeah I was very lucky to have him with me. Nice and can you can you think was there any examples during that tournament of 
of, of some of the words you told yourself or, or how were you speaking to yourself to try and handle that pressure? Because I'm always interested to understand what players do and how they speak to themselves. So yes, you had your father, but what was going on inside your mind? Can you remember anything you were talking to yourself about? Yeah, actually in the final, I was very tired mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when I lost the third game, uh, mentally I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So um, in the fourth game, I was nine seven down i guess Hmm. Uh, something like close to this so uh when i was nine seven down i i i kept uh, telling myself uh you know this was my last uh junior championship so i just kept telling myself uh, you can do this it's you know you're you're four points away Mm -hmm. so i i kept pushing myself um to to do my best even if i lost because you know I, I i knew if i if i lost this much i would be very very sad mm. so i was ju- just trying to get back to the match play uh, like i played in the first um two games mm-hmm. uh, so yeah nothing nothing special in my mind but, but I, I was just trying to uh, tell myself you can do this it's you're four points away uh, and the match will be over. So, yeah, uh, yeah. that's... And it's, 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 it sounds easy to do when we talk about it now, but obviously in the moment yes. when you're mentally tired, your body's there, you've had a massive big tournament before that, it's, it's really difficult, isn't it? Yeah, like you said, it's I... really exhausting, you know? It's... <laughs> totally. And, yeah. Well, like you said, you're really proud of it. And, and, you know, with you giving us the story of what was actually going on with all yeah. the other little bits of the previous two tournaments and the third one, yeah, you should definitely be, definitely be really proud of that because it sounds mm-hmm. like you, you got over a massive hurdle. And yeah, and hopefully it's something that that you you and and obviously you are you're bringing it to the senior game as well you're able to try and get that mind working in different yeah. ways so that's really cool so staying staying a little bit as a as a, as a junior and, and growing up in Egypt and the Egyptian squash model it's it's you know it's it's been talked about a lot and how amazing it is in the plays it producers but can you talk about some of your role models more of the senior players so I believe the senior players help the junior players quite a lot and they're always talking to them so can you talk yeah. about who was your role models growing up who were some of the senior players yeah actually uh, my two role models were uh, Muhammad Shulbagi and uh, Ranim Al-Wuleli mm-hmm. and uh, whenever I, I really mean it whenever I needed any help uh, throughout uh, the the pre-tournament uh, training or anything uh, they they didn't even hesitate to help. Wow. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, actually, uh, Ranim would actually Ranim helped all of us, all the 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 players who were going to uh, to uh, participate in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really helpful. Um, she would, you know, uh, g- give you the advice without even thinking about about it nice. um so yeah i guess this helps uh, the the junior players to you know to 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 know how to think before a tournament an important tournament like this mm-hmm. or um you know to to just to to appreciate the the, the fact that um those senior players are trying to help and uh, try to give you 
advices before the tournament. And actually, this this gave us all um, uh, a push and gave us all, uh, and it it helped us actually. Oh man, it's it, it's amazing to see that that there is that that I suppose that love from the older players to the younger players, and they're trying to help. And it it sounds like a very healthy model that yeah, it gives you guys, you youngsters, a bit more experience of what these older players are doing, and. Uh, so when you come to then compete against these more senior players that have maybe helped you at a certain point, how, how does that work? Because obviously now you are, you know, there's some sort of help at one point, but then when yeah. you get on and compete, it, you become rivals. Can you talk about that? Actually, um, when I first started uh, the PSA uh, tournament, uh, it was really hard playing uh, against these players, mm. you know, mentally, because as you said, the, they try to help us. They try to give us advices. And then when when we compete against them, it's really hard mentally to, you know, to try to be eager to win. Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So um, so that it it was hard at first, but mm-hmm. then when when we um, when I try when I um, grew up and uh, you know start started playing more tournaments and more uh, matches um i i started telling myself uh, that they they play playing this much to to win mm-hmm. so as should i and um and i have to be more uh, eager to win i have to uh to you know concentrate on playing and on winning because at this point, it, it won't really matter who who I'm playing with. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that definitely at first it was harder than than now. Yeah, I can imagine, and and I suppose, like you said, over time you you start to get used to it, and and I think you all know you're there as as competitors. Once you step on the court, you are your rivals, but that yes. can that can stop when you come off court. You know, you you can try and have that separation. Yes, and do, sure. do you feel do you feel that's something that 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 you do quite well? You can have that separation between maybe friends off the court, but rivals on the court. How does that work for you? Yeah, for me, it's uh, actually easy to to say separate between uh, the courts and outside of the court because uh, you know uh, on the court it's something different you you yeah. just you know you do everything to win mm-hmm. but outside of the, the court it's just you mm-hmm. uh, being nice with people and, and you know um, it's just different for me uh, and is actually uh, it's easy for me to separate between uh, on court and uh, outside of the court. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a really healthy thing to do. And and just on my personal level, I wasn't very good at that. I I, I was struggled to separate it sometimes, and I became a bit of a bad person off the court. But actually, older now, I wish I'd done it slightly different. And it sounds like you're getting the the balance nicely. But that leads me on to my next bit. And and before we started recording, um, we've had a few conversations and. I think we know how important it is to stay mentally fresh and mentally healthy yeah. and motivated. And, and it sounds like, you know, you've not necessarily struggled, but there's been a lot of mental pressure on you at certain yeah. points in your career. How do you allow yourself to, to recharge and become mentally fresh and keep your mind healthy? Um, actually, it's not really easy. It's uh, the mental part for me is, is the hardest because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it needs help. It's ne- it, it needs someone to help you uh, get through the mental stuff. Mm-hmm. 
so for me uh, doing it alone uh, alone um it was very hard at some point uh, but now i'm having a, a mental coach uh, with me uh, he's he's very helpful and you know he he's helping me to concentrate on on play and on, on enjoying my squash and um, you know relieving the pressure yeah but um because you know when the last tournament uh, the black ball tournament i uh, i was very pressured because uh, this was the first the second tournament to play after the uh, after the pandemic so um so i was very pressured uh, not to be uh, able to uh, to play as i was playing before the pandemic yeah. Uh, yeah so i was very very pressured and um I didn't know what to do, so uh, and I was injured before the the tournament. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the pressure was very high. But uh, now having a mental coach with me, uh, his if if I'm injured or if I'm uh, going through uh, a tough time, he helps me go through this. Because uh, you know, I it I feel like I'm not alone in this. Oh. So having someone to share and to talk too in this in these tough times or uh, when you're going through a tough time is really helpful for me yeah no it's, it sounds like you're addressing it well so there's a couple of things i want to i want to stay with here as well um you did mention also your your coach so i want to talk about him for a little bit yeah. that you feel there's a really good relationship between you and your coach and it almost feels like it's it's quite friendly and it's quite relaxing can you can you talk about that relationship a bit yes yeah, sure um you know my coach He's 26 years old and I'm uh, 20, I'm turning 21. Mm -hmm. So the difference isn't really uh, huge. Uh, So, yeah, I, I, he's very friendly and he is very helpful. Um, I don't consider him as a coach more than uh, him being my friend. Um, Yeah. And um, he gave me a lot uh of experience he gave me a lot of help and um yeah and you know we've been, we had our ups and downs of course um but yeah i'm i'm really lucky to have him um uh, with me and you know it's really important to have uh, a friendly communication with your coach because you know it it doesn't go always um you know, it, it's it's better to go through all the the good and bad things with him, not mm-hmm. not only the good. So yeah, his his um for me his uh, the best because you know it's it's for me it's better to have a friend more than a than a coach. What's um, what, what's his name? So we've not even said his name. Hika. His name is Ahmed Ifat. Perfect. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta give, give him, give him a big thumbs up for that. And, <laughs> but I'm, I'm curious also because yes, at, at the moment, of course, it sounds like the, the, the friendship relationship is, is good and it's strong, and you need that. Mm. Um, but, but what happened? Like you said, obviously, there's been some ups and downs as well. Yeah. Obviously, there might be a certain point where, where the, where the coach needs to be a bit stronger and, and motivate yes. you, and then that opens yeah. up the friendship. How, do, how does that work then? You know, he, he makes this work. 
somehow because you know it's as you said it's not always about the friendship it's about him being my coach um so yeah um he knows how to do this and i um i just i, I just you know go with the flow if yeah. if i need if i needed him to be my coach right now he'll be my coach and if he i need him to be my friend uh, he'll be my friend you know how this works it's like if i need a, a squash related advice or uh, something inside of the court and mm. he'll be very helpful and he won't uh, hesitate to to help me uh, but if i need him uh, to be my friend and to be uh, supportive and to be you know um, more than a coach he he knows how to do this brilliant and and that's amazing because that that for me is the sign of a really skillful coach it's not just about all the knowledge of squash it's understanding the player understanding actually they they in a in a difficult mood today the squash is not as important today but yes, actually exactly. the is more important and no for someone yeah. 26 it sounds like he, he really knows what 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 he's doing um mm. And I'm also curious to know how you how you freshen up away from the squash court. So obviously you got your squash and it's your life and, and you you want to become world number one and world champion. But how do you how do you let off steam? What do you do to relax yourself away from the squash courts? Yeah, um I I love shopping. So <laughs> okay. yeah, so uh whenever I need a break or uh or even on my off days, uh, I could go out with my friends, uh, have some quality time and uh, go eat some a good dessert and, uh, you know, enjoy our time. And then, um, uh, of course, I'd go shopping and then uh, just for me, but also relaxing, um, watching a movie at home or, uh, you know, staying at home watching something is is very relaxing for me um so yeah this is how i enjoy my time off court and i think it's so important like as as a young player like yourself squashes is so important you know it, it's your life isn't it it's your career it's your life yes. it's your for me for me my life actually is very important uh, as well as squash uh because uh, if it, if it's all squash it would be very boring for, for me uh, so I just try to um, manage my time between both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now I have a tournament in two weeks, so I know I, um, I'm, I'm not really. It's not really the right time to go out with my friends a lot and uh, enjoy my time a lot. I have to concentrate on the tournament. But if I have a tournament in two months or three months, I would go on weekends with my friends or even. Um, on weekdays after my training so uh, actually it's really important for me to you know to have both lives mm. yeah no, not, totally. in order not to be bo- bored or something you know and if i didn't do this the pressure would be higher and more of course and that's, that's something I, I do want to ask a question about your your preparation for tournaments a little bit later but you've already given us a little indication which mm-hmm. is and I want to ask one more thing around your your mental coach you're working with at the moment. Well, maybe two mm-hmm. things. Firstly, how long have you been working with him? And then secondly, can you give any specific examples of, you know, maybe some conversations you've had or something he's helped you with that that's helped your, your, your mental game? Yeah. Uh, so I've been working with him uh, for one month now. 
not quite a lot a long time but um for me it's it's very different because uh, you know talking with someone and um believing what's inside you is is really important mm-hmm. so um yeah me he's trying to work with me on um because for me i am I'm, I'm too um i don't know how to say it but it's for me i if i if i go i'm, I'm a perfectionist on court um nowadays not i wasn't like like this on, on my junior career but now uh, if i did um something wrong i'd be very de- devastated and i'd be very mad at myself mm-hmm. so um now he's trying to make me enjoy my squash more than thinking about each uh, shot because mm-hmm. um, it's it's very hard uh, to to you know consider every shot you play um, yeah so he's trying to this is my my uh, my worst thing on on court right now so he's trying to work with me on on this right now There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's it's such a destructive thing. It's funny you say that. I, I actually wrote um, a blog recently on perfectionism and, and, and yeah. the idea around perfectionism. And uh, yes, athletes, I think, very naturally become perfectionists, especially when you're yeah. training every day and you know your capabilities and you know you can do it. But then yeah. pressure when there's an opponent and there's there's different variabilities, it can become tough. And and yeah, I, I, I like the idea personally of perfectionism in things you can control. So how yeah. you diet and maybe how you're doing your, your mobility and how you think about your training and stuff. So things you can control, yes, you can be perfect about, but actually the outcome, maybe the shot or the results, you don't have much control over that. So you, you, you let that one go. That, that's my opinion. And I think yeah. it sounds like you're, you're probably going to go on that journey with him. And yeah, listen, only working with him for a month, I, you're only just probably scratching the surface. And, and yeah. only, But it sounds, it sounds really exciting. And, and hopefully we'll see him in the next few, few months and years, you be able to be really strong, strong in that side of things. Um, and, and I'm curious as well, I don't know if you've done any work with him on this yet, but I, I really like the idea of visualizations and, you know, rehearsing certain things in matches, rehearsing good things, rehearsing bad things. Have you done any visualizations? Do you think about this part of your game? Um, yes, uh, I did it actually uh, before the, the other tournament, the Black Ball tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but for me you know thinking too much about if i'm playing someone and um i have to visualize uh the game or the match in my mind it's uh, in the beginning it was very hard but now i'm trying to work on this because uh, you know it's really important to um know what's your plan and uh know what are you what what you're going to do on on this match mm-hmm. um yeah so now i'm i'm working trying to work on this uh, but before uh, it was very very hard for me because you know thinking too much or overthinking about something uh, it made me really pressured and uh, and stressed so uh yeah i'm trying to work on on this now <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's a lot of a lot of things when when I introduce players to visualization and 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 they love the concept. They think brilliant. It it works. But like you said, it's quite easy to tip into overthinking and and, and yeah. maybe even tips into perfectionism because actually sometimes in your mind you can you can create a perfect situation. Yes. Sure. But if that, if that situation is not perfect in a match. You're going, ah, yeah. what am I doing? I, I haven't handled this. So can you give any examples of, of what you do with your visualization? Is it more about your tactics and your game plan at the moment? And and, and what does that involve? Uh, yeah, actually, it's more about uh, my game plan and my uh, my short selection and my uh, tactics more than uh, more than anything else. Uh, so yeah, I'm you know I'm trying um, to build this um, this game plan in my mind uh, with my coaches and. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Not not a match or not a game, but just my game plan. Nice. Yeah, and again, it maybe links back to the the things we can control. You know, you can, yeah. you can try control your game plan to the best. Yes, I think you've got to be aware of your opponent changing theirs and, and you being able to adapt to theirs. But yeah, yes. that's a lot of what I've tried to do with visualization. And one other bit that I've tried to do recently is, is the concept of negative visualization. So you visualize the problem, you visualize something going wrong, but then you make sure you put the solution in place. And there, there's quite yeah. a lot of interesting things happening in, in sports psychology around negative visualization. But obviously sometimes if you do too negative you can become a bit anxious and then it, you can yes, yeah. so it's all a balance isn't it sure yeah so your your PSA career to date you know you've had some really cool matches some amazing wins some again it's been really enjoyable watching you so even Thank before we started recording I would like to maybe relive some of your more special moments on the PSA and and you know there might be two or three matches or, or a few yeah two. Can you talk, can you maybe pick a few of these and, and can we go through them and, and what was happening mentally at the same time? Um, so the Chicago tournament, for example, was uh, very special to me because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I trained very hard before this tournament. And actually this tournament was um, a bit different because I, I needed to prove to myself um, that I'm capable of winning um higher higher ranked uh, players and um i'm capable of playing good squash and um so that's why it was a bit different because mm-hmm. i needed to prove to myself i'm 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 good and i'm um i can win these matches and uh, that was in noodle types match yeah, uh, the this was a very special match to me because mm-hmm. uh, you know I love Nur type. Um, I love watching her, and 
so yeah thinking about winning and thinking about uh playing against the top player um is always hard but mm-hmm. in this tournament i um i was just think- thinking about me and i was just thinking about enjoying and playing my best uh so that's when i enjoyed the match and uh, that's when i i was you know um winning and yeah. uh believing in myself yeah so it's interesting like up up until that point was there was there a little bit of doubt and and were you were you not in good form you think and 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 you, did it sound like you changed some of your mindset going into this tournament um there there wasn't any doubt but uh, the thing is I, i i did very well in the first uh part of the season and then um i be, um i beat Joel King in the um, in the US Open and uh, this is when i first beat a top player yeah. so I needed to prove to myself that I can do this again and what I was thinking about was that I'm really uh, I deserve to be in this place and I deserve to to win because you know believing in yourself is very important mm. um, so yeah I needed to prove to myself uh, that I'm I deserve to be where I am. Yeah, I was I was just going to use that word belief and and it's it's a word that she's like as an athlete you want to have that belief, don't you? But it's hard to have the belief if you don't have the results. So it's such a such yes. a tricky one because yeah. you want to tell yourself yes I can do it, but if you don't have the results it yeah. doesn't quite work. So but yeah. you I remember watching that match and you just you look like you were in the zone you like your 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 eyes were were so focused in between points yeah. you were you were moving quickly to serve and 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 getting the game going and so so what was going on inside your mind during that match was there were you telling yourself about the belief or were you staying relaxed and focused what what do you think was happening to get you that win Yeah so actually in the first game uh I was thinking about winning more than enjoying my squash and uh more than focusing on my game plan uh so you know i didn't really start well uh but when i um when when i had my my rest between the games um uh, actually ahmed was with me my coach was uh, was with me uh in this match and he's he started uh, reminding me of my game plan and um you know uh, calming me down and making me focus more mm-hmm. so yeah when when i went um to the game to the second game um i was more focused i was um i started uh, remembering my game plan and i started enjoying my squash um you know more than think thinking about winning Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's when I when I enjoyed the match. So it, for me what what it sounds like then this is something I've 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 been trying to work on and I'm curious to hear what you think on this. It sounds like enjoyment is a big part of your success when you're enjoying it and you're relaxed you you're getting the better results. But then how do you get the balance of it sounds strange this of not enjoying it too much that you that that that, that you you lose the focus and you just you know you you almost don't care has that happened before have you have you gone the other way yes. too far sometimes yes uh, of course and when this happened i just tried to remind myself of my game uh, my game plan more than you know uh, more than enjoying or more than um uh 
you know, trying to enjoy the match, just fo focusing on my game plan. And because, um, you know, sooner or later, you'll find it. You'll find the pace you're, you're trying to find. And uh, yeah, so it's just trying to remind yourself of your game plan and focus uh, on what is working now. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess this helps. Yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's, I think as a player, you need to experiment and, and move left and then move yeah. right and, you know, more sure. fun, sometimes more enjoyment. And then over time, you find that sweet spot. Whereas sometimes players, I think it's so focused on just the one side of it and, and they just go deeper and deeper with one side and then they, they can't be flexible. But yeah, so it sounds like you, when it comes right, you get the balance between the focus side, the game plan and the enjoyment side. It, it matches up nicely, would you say? Uh, yes, um, I can say this because uh, you know I I I don't really enjoy all all of my matches, of so that's why I'm um, I'm just trying to concentrate on my game plan or, and focus on on it more than anything hmm, nice so how do you how do you well before i go to the next question is is there any other match that comes to mind from the psa or a, another event that you go wow that was really important to me and, and and something happened there um if there isn't don't worry <laughs> yeah i i can't think of any right now <laughs> that's fine but this will lead me on to my next question a little bit is how do you go about analyzing your game what's your process for for reflecting on on your performance and then improving um so yeah for me um you know my my game plan is always uh i love playing short shots mm -hmm. so um now i'm trying to improve my uh, my basics and my uh, length game uh you know to have both options mm -hmm. um yeah so that's what i'm working on now um yeah trying to to improve my um, for example if I lost a match or even won a match um, I try to watch it with my coach mm -hmm. and this doesn't always happen because I don't like watching myself okay. <laughs> uh, yeah so if I need if I need to watch a match with my coach I do okay. um, and start uh, analyzing what what was wrong and what um, is improving Mm. Yeah, and when, and we work on this when when we find out what's wrong and what's improving. That's um, yes. that, that's amazing to hear someone of of your level and 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 how amazing your players that you still don't like watching yourself play because even the lower players, some of the players I coach at my club, they they have the same feeling. They go, "Oh my goodness, I hate watching myself play." So <laughs> you know, maybe maybe that message. I don't hate myself watching myself i don't hate my watching myself but the thing is i uh, i start blaming myself for not doing you know because um mm. when i watch myself I, i'll be having a, a different perspective mm. so uh i'll be blaming blaming myself of <laughs> not doing uh what was supposed to be done you know yeah you'll be shouting at the screen going why didn't yeah. you play that drop shot one yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> but, yeah but in, in a way i i 
we talked about visualizations earlier. I think, I think personally, when, when you watch yourself and you, you, you're actually in that situation and you're shouting at the screen and going, oh my goodness, what an idiot. That for me is a form of visualization as well, because yes, you're using your eyes, but you're, you're thinking at the same time. So yeah, look, I, I think you, you realize it is, a, is a, it is a powerful thing to do, but yeah, maybe, maybe over time it becomes. Yeah, I'm trying to work on, on, on this yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so we, we spoke about this a little bit earlier, but let's have a look at your preparation for an event, maybe say like two weeks out. And then the second part of the question is, what, what, where's the mind when you're in the event and you begin the event? Are they, are they, are they different things two weeks out? And then when you start, so could you, could you let us know how this process goes for you? Yeah. So, um, if, if we're two weeks away from the tournament, I, I'd be, uh, concentrating on my tactics, on my, uh, basics, on my length game and, um, I, I'd be working on uh, what was missing and uh, what I need to do mm-hmm. more. Um, and and then I, um, I'll i be playing uh, matches, like uh, games before, before the tournament. Uh, and I'll be very concentrated, like I, I am in a tournament. Right. Yeah, so I guess this helps when you uh, play a match in a tournament. Um, you know, you'll be reliving the situation mm-hmm. and um, trying to do what you did in the in, in the training or matches. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess when you're concentrating more than than ever on on something. Um, you'll be able to do it easily. Mm-hmm. So it sounds easily. like you are, you, you, you really, um, you're using your hitting and stuff as a preparation, but, but it sounds like you're, you're really working your mind as well. You're going, right. I, I need to, I need to use these training sessions the same way. I'm going to focus my mind in this training. I should be able yeah. to like this in the matches. Is, is that, that's a part of what you do. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then when the event begins and, and you're at the tournament and, you know, it's, it's maybe the day before the match and say, even if you win your first match and you're in the next round, yeah. what do you do around the tournament with your mind? What, what, what's happening at that moment? Uh, so I haven't, I didn't talk with my uh, mental coach about this yet, mm-hmm. but what I did before uh, was just uh, relaxing, uh, doing some, uh, you know, um, small physical uh, trainings you know and uh, and especially now you're stuck in the room for one day two days yeah. before the match uh, so there's actually nothing to do except uh, for eating watching some series and um, you know and doing some physical trainings so um, yeah it's more it, for me it's more about relaxing but um, <laughs> it can turn to overthinking. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's why I told you I didn't talk with my mental coach about this yet. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what I did before was, wasn't the, the right thing to do because I, I really overthink before a match. Mm. Uh, not always, of course, but um, I guess now I'll try to be more relaxed. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think the relaxation side. When I when I've spoken with other people on on this on this podcast, they they say yeah, the, the preparation, you know, the two weeks three weeks before that's that's almost the more difficult bit because there's so much yeah. focus, so much attention. And actually, when they get to the tournament, it's just like you know what, 
I've done all I can. I've, I've just got to go and execute now. And it sounds like you, you're yes. touching on it, but, but it sounds like you also are going to speak to your mental coach and, and get into a bit more detail with that. Um, yeah. That actually leads me perfectly to my next question, which you might've slightly answered there, but where do you think you may still need to improve your game from, from that mental point of view? Where, where do you think the next steps are going to come from? Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, as I told you, uh, try to, you know, if I did something wrong or if I did or if I uh, hit the wrong shot, I'll try to, uh, you know, get past to it and um, complete the, the the rally. And, you know, this 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 is really important because, as I told you, I um, I'm trying to be a, a perfectionist on court and this is not right. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about, uh, you know. No, no one will will do everything right so uh, yeah it's more about um yeah uh, sticking to your game plan and even if it didn't go your way um i believe it at some point it will mm -hmm. um so yeah that's what i'm trying to improve in in my game plan Nice. And yeah, well, again, I, I, I wish you all the luck with that because it sounds like you, you're very aware of yourself. And I think that's a big thing. And, and especially someone as young as you becoming aware of where you're at, I think is so, so powerful. It's, you know, you speak to other athletes that, you know, they get to 25, 26, and then they start becoming aware of themselves and they think yeah. I've wasted seven, eight years of, of not knowing, but actually you starting so young, it sounds really powerful, really positive that you're really working on the mind. Um, and this again, may be linked or may not, but what is your method for handling nervous situations? So, so when you feel those nerves coming in that pressure building, have you found any methods that work at the moment? Uh, yeah, I, I, as I told you, I just try my best to, uh, focus on my game plan and focus on, uh, giving my best, uh, in, in the match, mm -hmm. um, and and then I have my coach with me, um, so I I try to remind myself what, what we've been doing and uh, what what we we've been working on. Uh, so I guess yeah, this this helps me uh, get rid of the the nerves and yeah, it's it's a horrible one, nerves, isn't it? I think we all suffer from them and yes. it, can, it can be yeah. Sometimes all all I'm saying doesn't even work. So. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. And I think even, even if you're asking some of the top players in the world that have three-time world champions, they, they probably still get nerves. But again, I, yes, of course, I, 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 all the time I get nervous, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, and, but the thing is, um, you can turn this nerves into a positive way and you can turn this nerves into a negative way, but uh, yeah, this needs uh, training and this needs uh, more experience and, you know, and I guess playing more matches and playing more tournaments give you this experience totally you said it perfectly the two things um i think you said it's it's how you how you look at the nerves how your mind looks at nerves and and it can it can be used very positively or it can be yeah. negative and like you said yeah. course, experience is a big thing you know the more situations you are nervous in the more you can reflect and maybe change it um yeah. Again, I wasn't going to ask this, but I'm just curious because I like doing this process. Do you do you mm. journal? Do you write things down? Or are, no, like, no, I don't. No, you don't write things down. No, mm -mm. <laughs> Maybe no, because you know, I, as I told you, um, the, I consider these things overthinking. Right. Yeah. So I just try to limit uh, thinking by myself, and 
writing or talking to myself so yeah that's why i don't do this yeah i know thank you for sharing that because i think that's important for people to hear this message as well what what the mm. method that works for me is going to be different for yes. you it's going to be different sure. to you, mohammed al shabagi you know and and, and yeah. i think the more we can have these conversations the more we all become aware of ourselves and we find yeah, what sure. works for us and you know so if someone is listening and they think oh honey i'm oh, sorry <laughs> rowan does this this and this but you know what it might not work for me. That's fine. I think we've also got to accept different things don't work for different people. Um, but so what, what happens to you when, when you have setbacks? How do you handle setbacks? So for example, a bad result or bad training block or you losing your confidence, what, what process happens at this, at this moment with setbacks? Yeah, so uh, for me, I don't really handle them this good. Okay. You know, I don't really handle this very well, but um, luckily I have my my team with me. I have my coaches coaches with me, so uh, they do their best to uh, try and um, you know um, try to to get me get through these uh, times. So um, yeah, what I guess what we do uh, is try to think positively and try to think um yeah if it didn't work this tournament it will work uh on on the other tournament so um yeah i guess it's thinking positively more than um more than you should i mean it's to think positively in a way is very helpful mm -hmm. uh because it, it will make make you um see a lot a lot you know things better yeah it is. i think that's a huge thing and, and and it's i think it's also picking the moments when you think positively so you know if you've just lost a bad match maybe that's not the time to think positively straight away maybe you need to stay with yes. the frustration yeah that's what i do actually i stay with myself uh for for a while and then uh when i start realizing um that I need to think positively and I'm, I'm, I'm good and I can do better. Uh, yeah, this is when I, I try to overcome this, these times. Totally. I completely agree. And sounds like um, communication, that, that's one big thing I've, I've tried to work with with some players and talk about you know, even if it's bad, let's communicate. Even if you're feeling frustrated, let's communicate. Because I think the more you can talk about this stuff, the more you can you can understand it yourself and the more you yeah, can have place. Do you, you feel you communicate quite well in, in, in moments when you're trying to get over your setbacks? Uh, not right away. Uh, as I told you, I just need time for myself. Because um, I'd be very uh, frustrated and I'd be very angry. So uh, that's why I, I like to to have time uh, to myself mm -hmm. and then uh, I'll be communicating with my coaches and I'll be communicated with my um, with my team um, yeah so mm -hmm. that's what I do awesome uh, sounds sounds really cool so I'm gonna maybe bring it back a little bit to to um, maybe the world juniors but talking about now so I'm really interested to know what what's it been like for you you know beating Hania in those final of the world juniors but then obviously she's had an amazing what 12 months maybe and, and even more 18 months and she's jumped up above where are you at mentally with that at the moment and and and, and is this motivational for you as well yeah so um for me, I, I think every time everyone has his own time and um, uh, everyone goes through, um, you know, goes through 
things in his own time uh, so yeah for me i guess um i'm working on myself and i'm training really hard because um i think i'm um actually i can i can do better and i'm mm-hmm. i can be in a better place um but uh, working on myself uh, and training really hard is really important right now um yeah so as i told you everyone has has his own time and um mm-hmm. yeah shines when 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 the time has come mm-hmm. so uh, i guess i'm pretty i'm pretty proud of myself um of where i am right now and um yeah and i'm i'm thinking about uh pushing more and training uh, harder uh to to be in a, in the place i think i i deserve to be in yeah that's so awesome to hear that that everyone has their time and you know for again i i can't say this enough but for someone as as young as you you've got a really mind and you think deeply about the game and saying things like that gives you such good perspective you can step back yeah. you can you can be balanced you go actually you know what it's not my time yet but it sounds like you're, you're trusting in your processes you're trusting yes. in what you're doing every day yes. and every week and 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 talk talk to me about that trust in your process because you know it, you, you must put things in place with your coach with your mental coach you focus on your processes rather than the outcome and the result um not always mm-hmm. but um yeah so i think if i'm rushing myself uh into winning or into uh being higher in the rank in the, in the ranking um i'd be very pressured so that's why i'm trying to trust the process more uh, more um yeah uh trying to trust uh it in what i'm doing and uh, trying to believe in myself is uh where i um i start you know uh, realizing that um uh, sooner or later i'll be in the place i deserve so um yeah that's that's what i actually do in thinking you know in the thinking part um yeah i try to you know I'm not rushing anything. I'm just trying to work on um, on the things uh, I'm working on with my team and my coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I believe um, if I'm working really hard and training really hard, uh, of course I can be um, I can do better. Listen, that's that's an amazing message to to finish on. I think, and and I think hopefully people that are listening, juniors, adults, we're we're all in a rush to get everywhere. A lot of the time, I think we're all rushing around, and we've got to get to that end destination quickly. But you know, you sound like you're sitting with it, you're comfortable with it, you are working hard, of course, and putting those things in place. So yeah, anyone who's listening, any junior who thinks they 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 need to be at this ranking at this point, or any pro who needs to be at this ranking at this point, yes, that's a nice dream to have, and I think we've all got to have dreams. But it's it's also staying grounded and in that moment. Um, so, yeah. Rob, listen, thank you so much for your time today. This has been really delightful to talk to you about your mind and 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 hearing you know someone as young as you express it in such a mature, forward thinking way has been brilliant. Yeah, pleasure to 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 be talking to you, and I'm really happy. Uh, you consider me to to be talking to you thank you the pleasure is all mine and listen me for one and i'm sure a lot of people out there cannot wait to see you compete again you know maybe when they listen to this conversation they can understand what's going on in your mind a bit more and 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 see what's going on and listen good luck for your rest of your tournaments coming up and we'll hopefully speak soon at some point thank you so much presence process persistence 
the essence of Squash Mind. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 